crude wave moving across the Gulf. Not expect to develop, but will usher in a bit more humidity and fuel for some showers. About 30% for tomorrow, with the high going to lower 80s. 70-ish again, 30% tomorrow night, but 50-50 for scattered showers and maybe an isolated thunderstorm Friday afternoon. More clouds, too, at the high of lower 80s. Mostly sunny skies Saturday as well as Sunday. The afternoon highs of lower 80s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. It's the annual Slidell Falls Street Fair. With more than 150 vendors selling antiques, vintage, retro, collectibles, art, and crafts. There will also be live entertainment and food and drinks along the way. As you stroll along, browse, and shop 1st, 2nd, and Erlanger Streets, Old Town Slidell. At the annual Slidell Falls Street Fair. Saturday, Sunday, October 24th and 25th. Visit SlideLAntiques.com. It's the annual Slidell Falls Street This is the Food Show, and I'm Marianne Fitzmorris, and Tom is not here. I mean, he's here, but he's not here at the microphone. So that's what I mean when I say I wish I was in two places at one time because I could have one me being here at the microphone doing the show and the other one continuing to remind Tom that, well, the show's on. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Join us. Hello. Isn't it so good to be here? Uh, every, I mean, I mean it sincerely. Mm-hmm. Run into the people we run into as they eat and drink and Remember last times and some for the future, and it just make, puts a smile on my face every day. And uh, I keep looking You're the at the smiliest person I know. And uh, and then I have to get around uh, strange little things here. <laughs> Today's Tom's having belt issues today. Uh, I'm having yeah. And the less said about it, the better. Let's That's just uh, a leave fact. it at that. The less said about it, the better. Five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us. We mm. would love to talk to you. It is uh, Grocery Goddess Day. We're going to talk. I'm so impressed with us. That's yeah. all I can say. Yes, because um, we uh, have been doing a little bit about grocery shopping in the new COVID world. And... Uh, on the national news a few days ago they did the same thing so we did it first is what i can say about that and that's about all i can say about that today tom is national alligator Mm -hmm. eating day alligator eating day yes are we eating the actual eaters or it's just uh i'm not ever eating alligator but a lot of people really do like it. I know that my siblings, who are obviously not as pillish as I am, we were all gathered together when they are in town, and they usually all come in at the same time for some event. So let's see, the last time they were all in town for some event, I'm trying to think of what the event was, but... um, we stopped at Drago's, where we always go because not everyone gets to eat Drago's char-grilled, original char-grilled oysters like we can. So it's sort of a family thing to stop in there. So we're all there. And Tommy brought over some new thing that they were doing, the alligator tacos. And they were roundly devoured and... Everyone was absolutely giddy about them. That does not include me because mm-hmm. it's a reptile. Oh, well, I would watch wear out. an alligator handbag, but 
Um, probably not. I don't know. Uh, it's a good thing I can't afford an alligator handbag because then I'd have a moral dilemma about whether or not I would I would do that. Although the, it's Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Night and day, you are the one. Oh, what can I say, folks? What can I say? I'm just the most inept, the inept. If, if there's, oh, you know what's new Tell in me. my life? This is really sadly unexciting, but it's it's remarkable. I have to marvel at myself. I do. I yeah. marvel. I must have, I must have some um, sort of spastic motions that I do and when my fingers do these things, unbeknownst to me, they they push some button that changes everything. So, like, I just disconnected the show. And somehow or another, um, I disconnected. Okay, so I have one of those cars that automatically shuts off when you stop, which drives me insane. And I was thinking, oh, how can I dismantle that so my daughter dismantled it for me and then I put it back on yesterday I don't even know how I got it back on so I have to find out how I got that back on because I have to get rid of it but these are the things that happen these are the sad little things that happened to me I just disconnected the show but we are back so uh, if you would like to talk to us 5569696 fortunately I don't have to answer the phone Henry does that for us so we're talking about alligator alligator but you like it's got to come though, up. Don't you? You, you like eating alligators. It's don't not you? one of the most interesting items in the. I assume you're talking does about. Does it or no. does it not taste like chicken? It's what? Does it or does it not taste like chicken? No, it, it absolutely doesn't. And if you want to find something that tastes like alligator, what you are, are looking for is out in the swamps, get, get an actual alligator. They are edible. Uh, and. Uh, I, this is an award that I strongly I, advise against that. Uh, well, it's pretty tasty. I think if you want to eat uh, alligator, you should go to a restaurant and not do a do-it-yourself kind of thing, Tom. I feel yeah. like a, a do-it-yourself alligator program is a bad idea. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, these alligator tacos are are supposed to be really great at Drago's. As far as other alligator dishes, I am hardly the person to recommend them or even to talk about them. 
Mm-hmm. But it is um, National Alligator Eating Day. If you would like to comment about that, we always would love to hear what you have to say because that's what we're here for. Talk about food. You know what else is kind of uh, similar to alligator is uh, uh, frogs, not yeah. so much. And also um, out in the, the bayous, uh, the, uh, that kind of crowd from, from out there. Nutria. Nutria and alligators. Nutria is not a reptile. Turtle. Alligators and turtle, uh, frog, alligator. It could be made to to be loved. I mean, there are a lot of people who are crazy about it. Yeah. In in restaurants that they pay pretty good for. It. Yeah, I'm sure that's absolutely true. Uh, I um I retain the right to be boring. To be boring. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Well, a boring eater, anyway. I mean, I don't know I, about that. Let's put that out on the crowd and see what we get. Were you uh, boring? Who me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm dangerous. What? Uh, what? Your did... deaf dining rule, Tom. What? Go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Huh? I was curious to see where you were going with that. What? Well, we uh, we gave you a few. Okay. Your uh, deaf alligators dining... and yeah. Your deaf dining rule number eight looks rather ordinary itself anything you eat by force of habit ceases to be a pleasure before long i vehemently disagree with that yeah chocolate is a well-entrenched lifelong habit and it's still very pleasurable for me as a matter of fact i think it's sort of a drug for me i've decided it absolutely is and i realized that yesterday when i was eating the who knows how old ghirardelli chips um, it, it was it, it was really shocking. We had a good uh, we had a good dinner last night. I mean, it was the same place that we go all the time. It's sort of one of our go tos, New Orleans food and spirits. But we had our daughter there, which is not all that typical these days. She moved away, left us alone, got a boyfriend, and we rarely see her now. So it's it's an event when we see her. And um, it was nice to, to have dinner with her last night. We had the special on Wednesday night at New Orleans Food and Spirits, which is the chicken parm with the two delectable red sauces. Hey, Henry, um, what is on your list these days? Listies. Yeah, we have a list going for Henry. But Oh, today is Thursday. I'll bet mm-hmm. you that... Um, I'll bet you G. Orlando's does not have its brisket special. <laughs> no, we'll have to check, not. though. They just they said, might. They said they... not through COVID, but, you know, COVID could be for here for a long time. So maybe maybe we'll give them a call and see if they're doing their brisket special. Is there anything else on your list, Henry? Where did uh, you leave your list? I, I am not sure if there's anything else that we left on the list. Lately, I've been taking advantage of the culinary menu, which has been uh, just delightful lately. Yeah, where have you gone? Uh, just went to the Bourbon House the other day. They had a really nice uh, lunch menu where you got a little soup and salad starter, and then you got a andouille sausage po' boy. That was fantastic. It was twenty-two bucks without the drinks, and then thirty bucks with two cocktails. So, not not mm. bad. Not yeah, not that expensive. That is good. And then I um, wonder if the andouille. I wonder if the andouille, since it's a Dickie Brennan restaurant, I wonder if that is Jordy Brower's mm. andouille. Could be. What the the one that he's doing at um, the commissary, and if it is, it's the best andouille I've ever tasted. Did you fantastic. really like it? Oh, I loved it. Uh, it's I've, so I love the killer good. Too. Yeah. 
Commissary had a yeah. fantastic roast uh, chicken culinary dinner. Well, that it's I did a uh, times. one of those things that's cold in most of the time and warm during the rest of the time, Are and that's how it works culinary? out there. Are we talking and the about culinary? culinary? Yeah, the mm-hmm. culinary is just for August, but a lot of people have extended it. I mean, people are oh, doing on? what is it? Encore culinary. Encore, what? yeah. I think that's what yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, encore culinary. Uh, let's see. All right, so here's here's another few things to put on your list. Anything I'm at yes. All right, anything at Levy mm-hmm. Baking Co. Have you been there? I have not. No. Love? Huh? Anything? Anything in the case there. Hmm. It's uh, it's on magazines. You know where? Um, what's the wildly po- rum house? You know where rum house is? I do, man. That place the is rum always house. packed, isn't it? It's it's, it's uh, I it boggles the mind. These are the oh. I am forever fascinated by absolute know nothing neophytes, <laughs> and by know nothing I mean. They instinctively, obviously, really know something, okay? Mm-hmm. But they've never been in the restaurant business before. They throw up in the doors, and holy macaroni, people come it's by huge. the hordes. Very, po- <laughs> a very popular place. Oh, it's yeah. like, it's mind-boggling. Anyway, those are neophyte restaurateurs. It's mm. a mother. Uh, it's a, a woman and her niece, I think. And I'm actually kind of sort of related to them. It's my, <laughs> let's see, my first cousin's husband's sister or something. Anyway, uh, that place is wildly popular. But right down the street from there, the okay. side street, in that green building midway through the block is a little place called Levy Baking Co. Anything there. Okay. I will go check it out. I was just at... Um, um, Oak Street Bakery this morning, which is my bakery of choice. I really like that place. Do you live around Oak Street? I do. I basically live right to on what? Oak Street. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, where is that? The place that used to be Oak Street Cafe. Goodness, uh, might be a little before Oak Street, my time. Uptown. Is mm-hmm. it? Is it in the same block as True Burger? As True Say that Burger, again? it is not in the same block that last as one True you Burger. Had? Uh, okay, we're not talking about breads on oak, are we? Oh, we are. I'm so sorry. Did I? I must have okay. called it something else. Yeah, okay. I called it breads Oak Street Bakery. Pardon me. Breads on oak is what I meant to say. Yes. Okay. Well, unless you're a vegan, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, you are. I'm not. No. No. No, you're not. Okay. So uh, that was a stupid question. <laughs> we're talking about the brisket special at Orlando's. Um, unless you're a vegan, when you go to Levy Baking Co., you'll never go back anywhere else. It's really that good. It's like mind-blowing crazy good. I will definitely um, check it out. It sounds fantastic. Okay, I have to say, so though, uh, 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 Birds on Oak, even if you're not vegan, I'm a big fan. I really, I love their olive loaf. I think it's one of the best in the city. Okay. All right. Now, let's see who has an olive loaf that I was thinking about the other day. Actually, I think the olive loaf at Whole Foods is pretty good. I mean, I, I think the Whole fruit, Whole Foods breads to me, are as good as anything out there. I mean, anything commercial style. I mean, like, Levy is not... Well, hey there, Don, but hang on a second. Um, I have I have a several other things on the list that I want to tell you about, and we can... Well, let's do Don, and then I guess we have to do a break, too. Whatever you want. Do, oh, You're gosh, driving the boat, Marion. Don, can you... <laughs> Don, can you... <laughs> 
haphazardly, I might add. Don, if can you hang on? He won't be mad if we take a break. Let's take a break, oh, and we'll go back to Lord. Don, and then we'll go back to him. Okay, <laughs> hang on. Parish Coffee is a small-batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef. Combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds. All wonderful. A terrific burger if you must. Great steaks too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette. 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café Olé and Beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Punchatula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the po'boy ice cream sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Yes, indeed. I want to mention that New Orleans ice cream is coming out with about five new flavors anytime now. So uh, stay, stay tuned for that. Let's go to Don. Hey, Don. Hi, Don. Hello. How are you? Hello. How are you guys? Uh, how good. where I got it? Uh, let good. me put it down. It's on in a pencil, all wrapped up. <laughs> I have to strongly disagree about the alligator. Oh, I which just, one of us are you disagreeing I, I, with? I'm disagreeing I mean, you, with Tom. I think it's I think it's a stringy, overcooked piece of chicken. You know, people tell me marinate it, soak it. Why the hell do I want to do all that? Just don't eat the alligator. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably sous vide it. I was just clarifying, Don. I wanted to make absolutely certain that you were not disagreeing with me because I don't know that anyone could disagree that do-it-yourself alligator is a bad idea. I don't even think eat it somewhere else is a good idea. I mean, I've well, it you know, uh, when, it, okay. when I the, my um, my safety and my shoulder holster is about uh, one thing that happened uh, in a, a fund research uh, event that came on about three, nah, maybe as much as 10 years. And I was asked to do all of the uh, uh, new things from the, uh, from the crater and all the other uh, ways to get food. And uh, we wound up having as the main uh, piece was in fact the that was a main dish alligator? It was, yeah, oh alligator. And it was so good and the and the yeah, and really? don't forget <laughs> don't forget the uh, the alligator and uh, also uh, there's one other one too that chefs were always giving them to me. But anyway, so if you if you disagree with me, well that's No, that's, he doesn't disagree because because uh, no. if Don couldn't make alligator great, then no one can. 
I, I, has I, I all agree. of the tools agree of that, the trade yeah. at his disposal. Yeah. I think the only the only thing good for an alligator is a shoe or a purse. That's what I, I say, too. That's it. I say That's that, it. too. That's Love it. those croc so, handbags. All right. So so today is, today is a great day because it's Thursday, and you know what happens tonight, right? Dun, 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 dun. Wait, is it is it opening night for Revolution? Absolutely. And, I will <gasps> and be you're going to be Saturday in that number, Saturday. of course. No, no, I'll be there. Oh, I would never go on the day it opened. I'm going to go on Saturday. I'm going to give them a few minutes to get oh, back into the group. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Right. So we'll be there uh, this Saturday. Cannot wait. Uh, you, you know I decided to do that crazy diet thing. So I've been doing very well. But you don't follow me on Instagram, so you don't see all my Noom posts. But uh, pretty cool. I don't even see pretty my cool. Instagrammer anymore, so I'm going to have to set up a meeting just to look at your Instagram post, Don. Or she could just give you the login and the password, and you could watch yourself. No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, gonna to get my own. I actually do have an Instagram, but I never, ever use it. I'm going to get my own Instagram because yeah. get ready, everyone. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, I am going to um, start doing my kitty videos on Instagram. I've been told that's what I should do. Now, how the hell to do it is going to be something oh, yeah. else. But someone is going to teach well, me how to do that. <laughs> well, it's easy. It's easy. Just get yourself a little green screen from Amazon and get one of those. They have little devices where you can remotely control your phone on a little stand. A ring light, I've been told. A ring you light. You do need a ring light because yes. I was stuck doing my own videos during uh, the beginning of COVID because no one wanted me in their studio. So I Okay, so that, you can show me how to well. do it. You can show me how yeah, to do it. Not hard it. at all. Okay. We're, that's not it. hard at all. All right. All. That's my goal for next month to start the series off. So, all right. So, um, so Saturday night, Saturday mm -hmm. night is my always my one cheat night when I'm a on a diet because mm -hmm. I am either full one way, I am full off the rails, I know. or am I, I am 100% on board. I know. That's just me. Now, which so one lasts longer? On See, this is the problem. It, you know, the, the full on board lasts about two days. The off the rails last about no, two no, no, months. No. <laughs> well, I so mean, I for me, I don't know about that. you. <laughs> Go so, ahead, you. Usually, but I think I figured it out. I've okay. got this little app that I really like using. It keeps me accountable. And I actually went and for the first time in my life, purchased a scale. So the whole goal is to get to the weight I want to be at. Watch it during the week, get on the scale every day, do what I want on the weekend, and jump right back on. That's the goal. We'll see okay. if it works. I don't, here's what we need to do. We need to get Michael, 75. Well, he's already told us how to do it. He's already told us how to do it. Well, I'm, lo I'm, I'm logging everything, but if I was logging eating steaks and hollandaise, I'm not sure what the hell good that would have done me. But now I'm logging, you know, three ounces He before, swears he's uh, eating the same thing. He swears he's eating the same Maybe. thing. What's the restaurant? What? No, uh, of, of this one that we're talking about? Uh, no, we're talking about Michael. We're talking about diets, Tom. Your favorite yeah. subject. Uh, Michael seventy five swears that all he has to do is write down everything he's eaten that day, and somehow or another, magic fairy dust will burn his fat. <laughs> He, he has to be eating less. He just doesn't realize it. That's all. Well, apparently because, that's I mean, the psychological it's thing. It's like somehow or another, right. your brain is tricked into actually eating less. You know, maybe you look at the page and you go, holy moly, do I really eat that much? Right. And then you, you know. Well, maybe that's know. it. I don't know. 
But I, t- I tell you, it is, it is, it is difficult. It's, look, it's easy for my wife because I cook everything. So she gets all these great diet meals. She gets the leftover meals to take to school. So, I mean, you know, for her, it's easy. But, boy, for me, it is really a lot of planning. You have to plan what you're going to do because if you don't plan, you're not going to make it. Oh, you think that's, that's my problem? Maybe that's my problem. I never You've got to plan every meal. you got to plan every <laughs> oh, that. meal. Oh, that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, you got I forgot about my neighbor. See, my neighbor eats all of our leftovers. So when right. we went back, when we, we got off of our COVID lockdown program and went back to eating every meal out, which I was really distressed about. But anyway, uh, we have mm-hmm. to do that. So we got back to that. And then we had this like refrigerator full of food. And I tried to shove it on my daughter last night. And she wouldn't take it. And I tried to shove it on my daughter's new boyfriend. She said, no, he's not doing it either. So then I thought, well, gosh, I got to get rid of this food somehow. So I remembered my neighbor. I used to give her all the cake scraps. So this morning she took some tray, uh, tray yen off my hand. So now that I remember oh, well, that she she's there. Yeah, yeah, we can just do it by impunity yeah. now. I'll just, I'll just make sure that it goes right out the door to her. So it's sort of like me feeding the neighbors. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Only our neighbor, my neighbor, I guarantee my neighbor is incredibly different than your neighbors. <laughs> Perhaps, but that's okay. That's okay. I so have country I will, I will neighbors. Call... I have country neighbors. Ah, gotcha. So I will call you back on Monday. Hopefully with, oh, I said I'll call yes, you back excited. on Monday. Hopefully with a yeah. wonderful story. I, I, it's been since February. I'm having withdrawals. I know. Okay, February. well, I'm super excited for you. I know you're really, really excited. So take the weekend off. We have a hard break. You have to go. And we will talk take to you care. again on Monday. All right, bye-bye. Bye. We'll be right back after the Louisiana Radio mm-hmm. Network News. It's 2.30. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. A Senate committee has rejected a House-approved bill that would have prevented government agencies or officials from punishing someone who attends or leads a church service during a publicly declared emergency. The bill's author, Oil City Representative Danny McCormick, and Shreveport Senator Greg Tarver went back and forth during the debate. That's the reason why the governor is doing what he's doing. But we think we're better able to make <laughs> to those protect, decisions. To protect the family, Louisiana family. But we think we're better able to make those decisions in our town, in our community, than the governor is. The measure failed on a 3-2 to two vote. Constitutional Amendment 4 on the November 3rd ballot asked voters if the state should create a new state budget spending limit. Public Affairs Research Council President Robert Travis Scott says the state already has a spending limit. And that state spending limit usually floats a little bit higher than what our expenditures are. Proponents of the amendment say a new spending limit will bring predictability to the budget and slower growth in state spending. LRN. This is Secretary of State Kyle Ardwin. The presidential election is here, and early voting will run between 8 a.m. through 7 p.m. starting Friday, October 16th through Tuesday, October 27th, excluding Sundays. These expanded dates and increased times are a direct response to COVID-19 and an attempt to increase social distancing and give voters more opportunity to vote. For those who choose to vote absentee, the deadline to request an absentee ballot is October 30th by 4.30 p.m., and the deadline to return your ballot is November 2nd 
Washington by 4.30 p.m. To address COVID-19 concerns, we will take every sanitary precaution necessary to ensure voters can safely cast their votes. This includes mandating personal protective equipment for poll workers and making masks available for voters who want one. Voting machines will be sanitized between uses and social distancing will be enforced. If you have questions about the November 3rd presidential election, visit GoVote.com or call our election information hotline at 1-800-883-2805. AC Ambulance are the ones to talk to for all of your heating and cooling needs. Call Sid. You'll be happy you did. AC Ambulance is also proud to lend a helping hand to our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is that you can join in the Funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge October 17th will be Johnny Sansone, Catahoulis on October 23rd, Sage Against the Machine on October 30th, and Kirk Joseph's Backyard Groove on November 6th. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, follow us on social media at Fridays from the Funky Uncle. For innovative, premium, energy-efficient indoor climate management solutions, make sure to contact Contact AC Ambulance. You make me feel so young. Mm-hmm. You make me feel so young. Yeah, wait. I have the music today. Wait a second. That's not it. Isn't, isn't that the one that we were talking about yesterday? That is the one we were mm-hmm. talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we already had it recorded and didn't even know it. Okay, thanks for playing that, Henry, because we like that one. Uh, all right, so back to the list that we were talking <coughs> to about. The chicken parm at New mm-hmm. Orleans Food and Spirits out there in Bucktown, they have mm-hmm. it on Wednesday as a special. It's it's a big chicken breast fried over, I think it's probably spaghetti, not so much angel hair there. And uh, it's got two sauces. One is a creamy um, it's, I don't know that it's a seafood sauce. I think it's just a creamy sauce. And the other one is a marinara. I think it's something like $9.99. And it's a great, great lunch special. So put that one on your list, Henry, too. And I'm trying to think of some other ones. I, I think of you sometimes, Henry, when I've had something absolutely fantastic and I go, I've got to tell Henry about this to put on his list. <laughs> so this, this, these two... Uh, Levy just stays on the list. I never go there because I'm not, you know, in that neighborhood very often, but it's, it's really, really great. All right. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. If you want to talk to us, we're here to talk about food. That's all we do. That's all we think about. That's all we talk about. How very one dimensional of us, isn't it? One dimensional. Yes. It sounds like my dates. It's. Okay. All right. So, Tom, um, mm-hmm. is this a this is a food and science in your almanac today from 1896? One Charles Glenn King was mm-hmm. born and later discovered vitamin C. It was known that something in citrus fruits prevented the disease scurvy. King managed to isolate it. He called it ascorb- ascorbic acid. 
-hmm. because of the anti-scurvy quality. Since then, all sorts of other abilities have been claimed for vitamin C, most of which are questionable. I'll tell you one that is not questionable. Vitamin C prevents wrinkles. Tom is 95, but has no wrinkles at all. You have a completely bare forehead and no wrinkles, and I'm very jealous. Who? You. Me? <laughs> yes. I still take, you still take 2,000 milligrams every time you feel a cold coming on. That's another one, Tom. I used to laugh off your vitamin C. Um, you would just like, I don't know, ridiculous amounts of vitamin C. You would just start practically mainlining vitamin C if you came in contact with a cold. And you were correct about that too. I had no idea that that was going on to me. I, I get little things to operate on, but uh, not that one, although I like that. Well, since then, I've adopted your vitamin C policy, where if I have even begun to think that I've come in contact with a cold, I will start doing the same thing with vitamin C. My daughter jokes, our daughter jokes that, that I think of it like a force field and I, I kind of do, actually. But it really does kind of work. All right. This is the birthday. Oh, wait. That was it. So that was the birthday of the guy who uh, brought us vitamin C. His name, in case you want to know, Charles Glenn King. So I, I started to talk about our um, dinner last night with the with the chicken parm and the two sauces, which is what Mary Lee had. Mm. But they mm. have their char-grilled oysters back on the North Gosh. Shore, which was exciting because they have, in my opinion, maybe the best char-grilled oysters anywhere. Well, that may be, but we discovered something yesterday afternoon that was the same exact thing that you just spoke out. And that is back in the New Orleans, uh, I, I never get the name of this place. NOFS, we call it. New Orleans Food and Spirits. Yeah, yeah, Food and Spirits, right around the corner. They are doing the oysters over there again for the first time in months, many months. Yeah. And so we have them again. And uh, if you're in that neighborhood, uh, go back a little bit and and go for that stuff. It's uh, first class. Yeah, it's good. But the, for, the char-grilled oysters, it, since COVID... They got rid of their char-grilled oysters, and we had just accepted the fact that they were never coming back because the manager told us that they just didn't sell enough of them, which is shocking to me that they wouldn't sell enough char-grilled oysters because I thought everybody sold an excessive amount of char-grilled oysters anywhere they're available. But apparently the two South Shore locations, the one on the West Bank and the one uh, in Bucktown, sold something like three or four times as many and so they decided not to bring back the char-grilled oysters on the north shore and they did it and they were good and just for a joke last <clears throat> night we said something about char-grilled oysters and they said we have them and we almost fell off the chair because we thought yep. they were gone forever have to say though they were a little rusty tell me yeah they were not what they normally are but I figure they'll just work out the bugs and remember how they did them and it'll all be fine. But it was good. It was, uh, it was wonderful to have some char-grilled oysters that I really do like because I don't always, most of the time, but not always, do 
we like the char-grilled oysters. Where do we have some? Oh, we, we had some at Chimes the other day, which I've decided is not a very good char-grilled oyster. Yeah. Uh, I was asked by a friend of a friend of a friend who asked uh, to hang out. And uh, it, it's, a, it's something that looks like an obvious fun day kind of afternoon just because of the nature of the... Wait, post. so you were asked by a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend to hang out. So did mm -hmm. you know the person you were hanging out with? Oh, yeah, very well. <laughs> Known him for years. Okay, just checking. All right, uh, but these were not good char-grilled oysters. I mean, I, I, I know. Nobody should feel sorry for us. No one. I agree. Uh, that we keep going back to chimes. But we do because it's... Because it's kind of cool out there, you know? It's nice weather, and then And it you is have, downright freezing in the morning every day. And you have the, the that's because Tom's 95, and you have the goats that come up to where you're sitting, and you watch them eat all of the um, overgrowth that they're not eating fast enough, and it's just kind of, you know, different. It's different. That's why I like it. Five five six nine six nine six. Say your edible dictionary word of the day. Tom is garber. 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 No, I should. I should check that. Let's see. Barger. Let's. <laughs> I think that's no, how not. It's, no, not. No. Not a gur. No. <laughs> well, you never know what you find out there. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna pull pull it up and have the the artificial intelligence tell us how to ah. say it. Because that's my new fun little thing. Let's see if I can find it, though. Because sometimes they, they, I can't find it. And certainly, of course, now when I'm looking for it, uh, I can't. But anyway, it is a thick, cold weather or cool weather soup made with potatoes. Oh, my gosh. Beans, cabbage, root vegetables of the season, and herbs. This does not sound French. It sounds Russian. Sounds like some place you would, some soup that you would eat in Siberia. I mean, look at that. That's like, that's like, a, that's a frightening amount of carbs there. It's potatoes, beans, cabbage, root vegetables, and herbs. Mm -hmm. After all that cooks down enough to become thick enough to hold a spoon upright, that's about right, <laughs> assortment of Confis, oh my goodness, this is serious, of birds, sausages, and ham goes in with enough fat to enrich the soup greatly. Garbeur is popular in southwestern France, especially in the town of Bern. It probably has origins in the Basque culture in that area. Two traditions attend the making and eating of Garbeur. One involves the order in which the vegetables are added so that they all become cooked simultaneously. The other is saving a sip of wine until all the solids in the soup have been consumed and then adding it to the broth. Huh. This is supposed to have a Straight salutary up. effect on the foie. And now you're putting foies and bras on it? <laughs> this sounds a little out of my league for sure. But but an interesting thing. It sounds very very interesting. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look that up and find out at least how to pronounce it. Five five six and five five six nine six nine six. Today in two thousand three, the oldest vertebrate fossil ever discovered was found in 
the Flitters range of Australia. It's 560 million years old and had characteristics of a fish. It did not come with a recipe. However, any humans around at the time would have welcomed the addition to their diets of worms, shellfish, and bugs, if there were any humans then. I don't know. Even as a prehistoric human, I they would have had a tough time getting me to do uh, worms. Did you say Goo? What was the name of the place? What? Gerber. Oh. Yeah. No, Gawat? <laughs> no. no, Gerber. No, it was a restaurant that I recognized. It's an old one, been around. Tom, there weren't any restaurants back in the day of what I was just talking about. Oh, okay. Um, they had discovered in 2003 the oldest fossil ever discovered, and it dates back thousands of years, so no restaurants back then. I don't know what you're thinking of. You know, me neither. Yeah. That's, but uh, we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll take a break, and then we will figure it out after that. Five five six nine six nine six. We'll be back. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Casa Garcia is tucked into a shopping center where Metairie turns to Kenner. Octavio Garcia has been welcoming people in to enjoy the flavors of his homeland since 1984. Try the seafood sampler, seafood nachos, or a 14-ounce grilled pork chop. Octavio's mother Sarita's tamales are on the menu, but I'll stick to her delicious flan. Casa Garcia, 8814 Veterans Boulevard, Metairie. 4640854 Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. I get misty just holding your hands. Yes, indeed. <coughs> uh, I, uh, wanted to mention that Basil's is going to be mm -hmm. having some great stuff for Christmas. So if you're if the griller on your Christmas list is uh, some in need of something really fantastic, they're getting a lot of inventory in now for the holidays. Let's go to Eric. Eric? Good afternoon. Hey there. How's it going? It's okay. How it's about with you? Slightly rain, but... This uh, is my friend Eric, who is passionate about his food, although it's not so gourmet is it no you can you can label me eric the non-gourmet um, so you'll be the male non-gourmet i'll be the female non-gourmet this is why we are absolutely <laughs> simpatico whenever we talk so what you got for us today so i actually went two places today um i went to was it celtica is that the bakery on um robert e lee for breakfast wait what is it yeah celtica? i didn't ever hear about that either celtica yeah brand this new bakery by the guy that used to 
steak at um, La Bouge. La, ah, La Boulangerie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. It. Okay, this lines is out to me. Lines out the door at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> My little Instagrammer is falling down on the job. Okay, go ahead. So it's supposed to, that the original, I don't think it's been open more than like maybe three weeks, but um, it was supposed to go from 7 a.m. to 5, and they can't even keep product in there till 2. So, wow. um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Spell it really for nice us. Really nice place, outdoor seating, really cool. Ooh, spell it for us. Celtica, C-E-L-T-I-C-A, I I think is what it is. Okay, on Robert E. Lee. On Robert E. Lee, where? Yeah, right across from um, Chateau, right next to Mount Carmel. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, right. so really good stuff. You'll enjoy it. Um, Not overly sweet, um, and I'm not a sweet guy, but all the stuff I have is really good. You are um, not a sweet I, guy. No, he is yeah, a sweet guy. Uh, so wait, what, what did you have, though? So I had something called a um, a blueberry, uh, cream cheese and blueberry, I think it's called some kind of a tart or a Danish, maybe. Yeah, it's a little, any little uh, sweet, uh, sometimes tang, a little item at the end. Yeah, yeah. really. At the end of a meal. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Um, and- and and then I had a brioche, and it might have had little pieces of chocolate in it, and some other kind of hardened cheese inside. Um, and cheese. And cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. It was like a really cheeseless tasting cheese. Huh. Cheeseless cheese. I think that's what it was. And, and again, you know me, my palate is not sophisticated, so I didn't have the heart to ask what it was, but it looked good, so I got what? it. What? Yeah. You're strong. Enough to ask oh, what it was. You got to do that. It yeah. was like I, did I was about to say maybe. I was about to say maybe you were afraid to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. normally not All my right. modus, but yeah, I might have been this time. Uh, I was out of my element. Uh-huh. So yeah. and then okay. I went to your your pizza place for lunch. Um, okay. Tommy G's on Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be honest, it's coal fired. <laughs> But I can't. I uh-huh. would not have been. I think it was undercooked to begin with. The yeah, it crust like was not it. crispy. Crust was not uh-huh. crispy at all. It was thin, yeah. but not crispy. The sauce and the cheese on three pieces were really, really good. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's typical. Like on a not a really great pizza, you know, it's not always evenly distributed on the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And to really yes. test the pizza, you got to test the pure cheese pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you okay. know, three out of five pieces were decent. Did um, you eat five pieces? Well, he can eat five pieces. He, he, he oh, can. no, no. I, not. He's he not like Don little, or me. He can eat five pieces. Yeah. It was a little bitty pizza. Um, uh-huh. and I didn't eat the crust and I tried the crust, but it wasn't anything oh, I'd like no. to snack on. Oh, yeah. No. I didn't eat the pizza bones or anything like that. So, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's a great little place. Like I, I texted you. It's it's a sports bar. I mean, we yeah. got 15 TVs in there, huge TVs. Well, I'm glad you went just for that, bar. that you could discover a place to go watch your sports. That's good. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's yeah. it was uh, it was it was a good part of the uh, lunch experience. So okay, well, good. So, I'm glad. Now, what's your what's it. your next? What's your favorite pizza going right now? It's your it's favorite. still G's, still G's okay. on Bienville. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I did eat Mark Twain the other night uh-huh. uh, watching a football game. And, I, again, I like it. But, I mean, uh-huh. with a regular-sized pizza, with, well, special, they call it specialty pizza, yeah. um, it was $25. Yeah, so, it's crazy. I've, I've just not eaten that much pizza lately. Now, on the North Shore, you can get a pizza at Bosco's for, like, 17 and then you can get a pizza at Leonardo's for 14 So that seems like the normal pizza range for me. But these other ones are, wow, getting up there. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'll tell you what, I, I would do Pizza Delicious at 28, but not Mark Twain. It's just not hip enough. It's been around too long. You know what I mean? No, I, I would agree. And I think yeah. that they all understand in this whole specialty pizza industry that, well, you know, we can get that now. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. So, so it's being done. So, anyway, yeah. wow. that's right. uh, that's my report of Thursday, the twenty second. Thank you, sir. Thank you for all that. All right, take care. Bye bye. You're welcome. I would love Tom. to get a Y'all report from him every day. I'll see okay. you down the road. Let's go to Nancy. Thank you. It's the food show. Nancy. Hi, Marianne and Tom. Hey. Hi, I'm uh, Tom. We have Marianne also <laughs> over here for a moment. Let's hey see. There. Marianne Hiya. is in here. Let's look at Hi. that one. How about What's going the third, on? Your, the third one from the, the end there. I, I, I caught the tail end of go. the discussion about the alligator. Yes. I didn't hear where you had gotten it. I had some alligator the other night, and I would never order this on my own. The, the owner of the restaurant sent it out as a, a free appetizer, mm-hmm. and it was um, alligator tacos. Yeah, yeah. Was this Dragos? Yes. And yeah. they were so delicious. Yes, that's if, exactly if what I said. said that, if you would have said that it was chicken, I wouldn't have known. They, they mm-hmm. it had some kind of blackening seasoning on it, mm-hmm. and then um, like a ramelade sauce almost yeah. in the tacos. It's recognizable. Well, you yeah. missed the story because that's exactly what happened. My oh, okay. siblings, I, didn't know I have where you siblings you out of town. Yes, I have two siblings out of town. And... It's rare that everybody's here at the same time. I don't remember what event it was. But when we're all here at the same time, they have to go back having had a visit to Drago's for charcoal oysters. So we were all sitting there, and it's a big table because we have a big family. And Tommy came out to say hello, and then he sent out these alligator tacos. And we were all raised, you know, on Vienna sausages, so we're pills. And I was trying to figure out who in the world was going to eat the alligator tacos. And I looked, and they were gone. And everybody was just rhapsodizing about them. So, Yeah, they're surprisingly good. Yeah, so... Anyway, um, what else did we have? Uh, yeah, I had. I also had the. It says on the menu boudin stuffed shrimp, but Why it's not? more like it's um, it's more like a uh, serving a boudin with, and it's out of the casing. It's just you know loose, mm-hmm. and then it's maybe six or eight um, grilled shrimp on top of it. So they're not really stuffed, but. You know, uh-huh. you get the idea. At Drago's? Was that at Drago's? Yes. I don't know if that's a new dish. I'd never hmm. had it before. It sounds like they're was... innovating over there. We have to go back. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, we'll have, we're overdue. No one ever has to ask me twice to go to Drago's, but, um, you know, were the char-grilled oysters up to snuff? I'm sure they were. They were, and, and I was. It, this was a Tuesday evening, and the place was almost full. Mm-hmm. They were really doing a good job, a good business. So I was happy to see that. I tell you what, every place we go is full. Every place yeah. we go. So there's a lot of eating 
being maintained here, which explains, I guess, why you don't hear of a lot of people, you know, shutting down because it's, it's busy. It's busy. It's hard to get in on the North Shore any place, you know? Yeah. Which is good. Good for them. It is good. Well, and I enjoyed your, the, a couple of days ago, whoever called in talking about the, um, the, the corner grocery stores. Yeah, that's Darren, yeah. Because my husband grew up in a corner grocery store. His family owned one, and he was the oldest of four children, and they all worked there in the what store. What was the name of it? He worked, from, he worked from the age of seven in the store every day. Uh-huh. And it was right off of Carrollton on Willow Street. What's the name oh, of it? It was the place our Noble that... Food Store. Oh, okay. And they had a... a, 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 a the, the, uh, the counter where you can sit down and have breakfast in the morning and and at nobles and nobles yeah uh-huh. there's plenty of nobles there and and up and down the street there's a there were quite of other nobles too so it Oof. fit right in yeah so well, wait, um, there was there was there wasn't any seating in this one but there there was a complete butcher shop which you know they butchered all their own meat and sliced everything up and you got free tastes of it whatever when you went in when did it and, end uh, and why it ended at Katrina. Well, it ended. Uh, uh, my father-in-law actually died the day. It, I mean, he was working up till the day he died in the store. Oh, they took great. him from the store to the hospital, and he died. So oh, he died wow. happy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's then good. They it's kept the, way to the do it. store until Katrina, and then it, you know, mm, blew away. Or actually, it burned. It was one of those oh. after Katrina oh. fires where the where the gas line blew up or something. Oh, that's too bad. How, how long was it around? Oh, I would say mm, 40 years or so. Mm, too bad. Long time. Yeah. yeah. Too bad. And their house, it was connected to their house. Oh, there was a, there really was a, too bad. Um, a door right behind the cash register that opened up into their kitchen. It was like was, a, a shotgun house that they lived did in. Did the house burn it. too? Oh, yeah. And they had the, uh, oh, no. what are people uh, landed with mm. for years after this uh, place uh, went away forever, uh, it was right there where the streetcar t- makes a turn to go into the streetcar. Uh, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And uh, it, it was a it, people went in and they had their breakfasts and all of that that I mentioned <laughs> before, but uh, it that didn't land on it too long. But once they started doing the bear, all of the foam and all of that, it was terrific, and they were full all the time. But what's Until the name of it? Uh, is anybody Nobles remember? is what she said. Who? Nobles. Nobles? Now, are you talking about, you know what I think, you know what I think you're talking about, Tom? Um, streetcar sandwiches. This, it's the reach. I, no, that's not right, because that's on St. Charles. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, we are up against a hard break. Thank you for calling. Well, it's nice talking to you. Always, yes. Bye-bye. 5569696 is the number. Tom, um, sometimes... I know where you're going. Sometimes I'm totally Sometimes. surprised by something that comes out of the blue, but it turns out to be dead on. And sometimes I have no idea. And that's where I am on this, so I cannot help you with whatever it is you're trying to think about. But where was it? It was on the corner of, you said, Carrollton and Willow? Uh, no, no. This The place I'm talking about was on uh, St. <laughs> Charles. I'm sorry, no, excuse me. Not not Saint Charles. It was East Saint Carrollton, uh, and this was the, the 
streetcars from the streetcars. That's the place where they parked. Like the streetcar barn. The streetcar barn. The streetcar barn, right. But there was yeah. a there was that uh, little where to go in and get your foam everything and it's it's cute. I bet a lot I bet there's at least ten people are okay. know exactly what I'm talking about. Call us. Ten people. Well we'll just need one to give us a call. Five five six nine six nine six. We'll be back after the top of the hour news with the grocery goddess. And our throwdown today will be stuffed peppers, as my mother used to call them. It's three o'clock, WGSO. Stay with us. Hey, this is Adam Schubert. Join me on the bench Sunday nights at 7 p.m. here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. That's been at the heart of negotiations over a coronavirus stimulus package. The White House has put forward a $1.9 trillion package, while House Democrats have countered with a $2.2 trillion bill. But should Republicans be willing to pay more? Yes, says Florida Senator Marco Rubio. He tells CNBC that he's willing to agree to a larger bill because the cost of doing nothing may be higher. Look, I'm not happy about the, the cost associated with it, but I do think the cost of not doing something is potentially even higher, especially since some of that money, some of that money that we're talking about in the 1.6, whatever number they arrive at, is repurposed money, like the PPP money that was unused. So it's not new spending. In the end, I think we run the risk here of structural damage to components of our economy if we don't do something. This is USA Radio News. Are you ready for what's next? It's likely coming. More food shortages, power outages, grocery stores closed, social unrest. Ask yourself, do you have enough food and supplies on hand to last at least 30 days? Most Americans do not, but you can. Avoid the panic of the last-minute rush. Order your four-week supply of emergency food today from MyPatriotSupply.com. Starvation or dependency on the government are your only alternatives. Avoid those and the pain of being unprepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Build your emergency food supply with meals that last up to 25 years in storage, shipped discreetly to your door. Folks that know what's coming are using today to prepare. There's time for you to do the same. That's MyPatriotSupply.com, the original Patriot Preparedness Company. MyPatriotSupply.com. A judge Thursday dropped a third-degree murder charge faced by former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. He will still face charges of second-degree murder and manslaughter in the May death of George Floyd. The judge ruled that no charges would be dropped against three of Chauvin's former colleagues in the case. They remain charged with aiding and abetting murder and manslaughter. Russia and Iran made desperate attempts to interfere in U.S. elections. That announcement from the Director of National Intelligence, John Ratcliffe. He specifically accused Iran of attempting to sway public opinion with threatening letters to voters in four battleground states. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana says he's not surprised that Iran attempted to meddle in the election. He's been very firm with Iran, and uh, uh, it, doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all to, to hear the intelligence officials suggest that uh, they in particular were targeting the president. Russia and Iran are said to have obtained state voter registration lists, which included personal data like email and home addresses. This is USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. NASA says they've made a big discovery about the moon. USA Radio Network's Lance Pry tells us when NASA will spill the beans. NASA, our National Space Agency, has an exciting new discovery about the moon Monday. It comes from the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy. It's the world's largest airborne observatory. It's actually a Boeing 747SP plane with a hole cut in it. It's modified to carry the massive telescope. The Stratosphere Observatory can rise above 99% of the atmosphere that blocks infrared wavelengths, allowing it to study the infrared universe. We'll find out more about the discovery on Monday, but NASA makes it clear it will have some bearing on the Artemis program, the plan to send humans back to the moon in 2024. Lawyers for going to be another dry night tonight. Now tomorrow, increased moisture with a tropical wave moving across the Gulf. Not expect to develop, but will usher in a bit more humidity and fuel for some showers. About 30% for tomorrow with the high going to lower 80s. 70-ish again, 30% tomorrow night. About 50-50 for scattered showers and maybe an isolated thunderstorm Friday afternoon. More clouds too with the high of lower 80s. Mostly sunny skies Saturday as well as Sunday. The afternoon highs of lower 80s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. It's the annual Slidell Falls Street Fair. With more than 150 vendors selling antiques, vintage, retro, collectibles, art, and crafts. There will also be live entertainment and food and drinks along the way. As you stroll along, browse, and shop 1st, 2nd, and Erlanger Streets. Here we go again with a charming little salon. And I am Tom Fitzmaurice. It's the food show, and Marianne is here today. Hey there. Hate it? Hi. You said? No, I said, hey there. Anybody ever tell you you have the most beautiful feet? <laughs> and it, uh, because that no, would. No, no one Because that will lead to the most beautiful uh, teeth. I do. And uh, many more. Yes. She's worth going over there. Uh, just for that. If only we had a webcam. Uh, a, a, a webcam? No, cam. <laughs> what? Let's go to Nicole. Save us, Nicole. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how y'all today? Okay, wait. Everyone wait for it. Let's let her enter regally. Seems like Waving something good is going on. With her broken um <laughs> what with our broken a uh, terracotta broken pot. pot yeah <laughs> yep there you go <laughs> yeah. so you've been like busy huh today yes i feel like a broken terracotta pot how are y'all doing <laughs> so wait what's going on over there that you're so this is nicole dorgnack if you're just joining our goofy little show every thursday the grocery goddess comes in to tell us all the things that we need to know, top secret, about what's happening in grocery world in the COVID era. Did you hear what I've been saying, Nicole? We were avant-garde. Yeah. Your little segment hear. is I now know. going national. People are telling people. Yep. I know. Yep. 
I know. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. we're the innovators. Well, that's what it means to be a goddess. This is what it means to be a goddess. You know all. You're ahead of the game. That's what it means. And then I can jump into Cinderella mode at any time and become the cook and clean up, too. <laughs> which is what I've been doing all week. I'm exhausted just listening to it. All right, so what have you been? What are you doing in your store okay. right now? Well, for the past couple, like this past week, um, we brought somebody new on into the kitchen who uh, is doing some of his own little personal items for our little food circle, but we're putting them by the grab-and-go as well. Uh, anyone who's familiar with Dom Soul Kitchen, he does his we little pop-up. Our- yeah. Yep. So, um, well, him and I go way back, and when I heard about that, I reached out to him, and he was a waiter at Galatoire's. Anybody who knows him knows that, and with the, you know, service industry, topsy-turvy, and um, he had some things to offer us, so we offered him a position, and we, you know, we're going to see how it goes Ta-da. as of right now. Okay. He did four He did four items for us this week that we put three of them out today, and as soon as I'm done here, we'll get the fourth one out. He did the mm-hmm. uh, Cuban... The Cuban chicken with uh, saffron rice, which is, I can't Ooh, say it's the, uh, I say it wrong, but the Arzorio Campolo or whatever, I probably said it all back. Arroyos Campolo. There you go. Thank you. Arroyos okay, Campolo. So mm-hmm. Campolo. So his mom's mm-hmm. Cuban, like he said before. So he, and his dad was Italian. So he's got a lot of good cooking uh, yeah, experience. Yeah, kind of like I did growing up, always, you know, around all that good stuff. And then he did some goat cheese and duck chorizo enchiladas that are amazing. Ooh. He did a Ooh. he did a homage to use 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 I can't say that one for me. Uselages, the old restaurant. Don't worry about around. it. We we all know that you are our beloved yet, so you're excused. Okay, it's Uglasitches. <laughs> you whatever. <laughs> all right, so he did some baked fry. They're supposed to be fried but they're baked green tomatoes with shrimp remoulade on top oh, and then geez. he did yeah and then he did that merleton and crab bisque that that is going to be my next thing i'm going to get put out um onto the shelf so, that sounds really good it, yeah it, it's tasty it really I'm is gonna tell my sister when she's finished the- wait hello i lost you are you there yeah, I we know we heard my you. Sister, I was just I'm uh, tell my struck sister when it. she's done with the throwdown, oh. get over there and get some of that for me. That sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, that's in the circle, like, huh? Yeah, that's going to be in the circle. But since he's doing the things in house, we put his in the circle and over by the grab and go by produce, so that way it's kind of mm-hmm. in two little spots. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. So yeah. he's an official and, chef in one spot, and then he's part of the Dorignac's family in the other. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. Okay. So, and so I hope it uh, motivates him to, yeah, I hope it motivates him to take, you know, his dreams and aspirations to where he wants to be one day. So, because right. he does some good stuff. So, anyway. That sounds good. But, that sounds really mm-hmm. good. Yep. So, and then we just did, oh, God, we've done all kinds of stuff back there. Yesterday, I cooked for the hotline and for all the employees because we feed the employees. I was up to my eyeballs and chicken and red sauce. And then I did a John Fultz uh, recipe. It's called chicken oregano. And you marinate the chicken in crystal hot sauce, garlic, and oregano, and thyme. And then you put 
put it in the, you know, you bake it with a little butter on it, and it's so good with peas and oh, rice. That does sound good. So we'll, mm. yeah, we'll be doing that again. That's one of, that was one of our, when Jody and I did our menus, our little mm. business that we had, why I have that kitchen at my house, that was one of our really popular items on the menu. And then my next feed is going to be one of my seafood people. We're going to try to do some little stuffed shrimp with a real, like, New Orleans stuffed crab uh, stuffing mm. instead of, you know, like a real, you know, homemade one, not something okay. frozen just scooped on top so mm -hmm. so we're walking so and rolling over here you're busy have you had time to Very investigate busy. your usual things i have i have okay. um so the update all right so we haven't talked about cleaners much but there's a little positive thing on the cleaning front i actually got some clorox wipes on the shelf that actually lasted more than a day so that mm. must be a good sign that they're coming back um, the Chase's disinfectant, which is like a Lysol, that was out for a while. It's like a, you know, a no-name brand. That uh -huh. is back in. Some, uh, Mrs. Myers Seasonal is back, which is good. So that means the Mrs. Myers stuff for the people who like that is working its way back. Soft scrubs back on the shelves, which I know that's an oldie but a goodie, old-school bathroom cleaner. And then um, on the spices, just thinking about the holidays, McCormick is worse. So, like, grill mate, oh, no. some of those items that were kind of not hot items, but, you know, they're, they're, we had three pages of ice oh, on the McCormick. Wow. Yeah, so, um, but we brought in some, nor like, we have a private label, and it kind of had that big restaurant kitchen size and then the medium size. So we actually brought in all the smaller sizes of all the um, international, like the turmeric and the sage and the nutmeg and all the things that you can't get in McCormick. We were able to get those in our private label. Mm -hmm. So if you can't find it in McCormick, it's a little bit uh, more economical as well for the customer. So it's still a good product, even though it's not McCormick. Um, I use them all the time in my own kitchen. And uh, so... It's it looks so like weird Gatorade. what's missing mm -hmm. and what's not. It's just like so random. It really is. It is. It looks like the Gatorades are coming back in from the one supplier that we couldn't get them from before. So I guess that's a positive thing for the plastics. Mm -hmm. It looks like the Campbell's. Uh, so the mushroom and roasted garlic and the beef broth and the mushroom gravy, those are coming back in. It looks like we got the Campbell's chicken vegetable soup back in. So I know that's some hot items for people who just don't like to cook all that themselves. Yeah. Um, what else? The, yeah, Big this is question. How's the liver cheese world? Okay. So we have okay. seven blocks of liver cheese left right yeah. now. And, um, How long is that going to last? Some, well, it's probably only going to last a couple of days. And Are you kidding? When we really? Called, oh, yeah. No, and actually, it was funny. The other day, I was, yesterday, actually, I was walking past the deli, and there was a lady, I want three-quarters pounds of liver cheese. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope oh, we have goodness. it. But we had it. So people wow. love it. People love it. All must be missing something. I'm going to have to get some and have some crackers, and maybe it'll just be a whole new epiphany. Yep. So on the Progresso soups, because a lot of people like Progresso soups more than the Campbell's. They're a little more hoity-toity. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. we got one, two, three, four, four, we got like seven of the Progresso that came back in the French onion, the hearty tomato, the broccoli and cheese, the light potato, 
the Rich and Hardy Pot Roast, which I know a lot of people like that one. That um, sounds good. That's back in. And then we have a steak and vegetable one also that came back in. And then Swamp Pop, the roof, I think it's the Rufia. <laughs> that came. I'm all over I've started this Nicole on a Swamp Pop thing. The Swamp Pop, it's filet rufier and since i've been cooking gumbo all day i'm gonna have to get me some filet rufier tonight to eat with some gumbo (laughs) okay so i I love your swamp pop experiments so you're gonna have to do some more of that oh i will i will they have a cocktail menu you know swamp pop has a cocktail menu oh all right well i'll have to check that out i don't do a lot of drinking but i'm gonna have to try at least something you know yeah. And then let's uh, see, what else? What else? All right, while, you're you're thinking, while you're thinking, huh? we're going to take a break and okay. then collect your thoughts and we'll come back with Nicole Dorgnack and she will finish her report and then we are going to do our mom throwdown and it's going to be stuffed peppers today. So we'll be back after these messages. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's Salad Dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousins Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Well, as long as you don't try to dance without me, Tom. That would be a frightening thing to see. Uh, Tony Mandina's can also be found at Dorignac's in the Circle. That delicious turtle soup, authentic, real New Orleans-style turtle soup. And what else does she have there on, on the Circle? Nicole? Seafood, the seafood manicotti. Uh, we yes. have that. Okay. And then we just brought, brought in her fig cake. She makes fig cookies. So oh we just brought those in. Yep. Uh-huh. So we have those in the deli. That's a very And they are so good. They're yeah. a little different than the traditional one. Hers are a little softer and more pastry like um, in the huh. dough. So those yeah. are um, really, really good. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Yeah. <clears throat> what did you think of while we were off? 
Well, a lot of people have been looking for, like, the Stouffer's frozen things, like the stuffed peppers and the thing. But the spinach souffle is a big one that people have been looking for, and that's back in. So I think that's good news for people. And then the Mahatma rice. What's that? You could eat that? He said he'd like to see that. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, The Mahatma, uh, we got some one-pound bags and the long-grain rice. For a while, they were just doing bigger bags. And the regular rice, they were only doing one-pound bags. Now they're doing the three-pound bags. So they're starting to get their sizes back, mm-hmm. you know, the variety of sizes. They had limited that for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Camellia Beans looks like they're back kind of on a steady getting there. I like to talk about the local companies, mm-hmm. you know, so the baby liners, yeah, right. the green baby liners, black beans, garbanzo, pink beans, the cream peas, and um, lentils. And the split peas are all, look like they're back. So we should be good with all that for okay. the winter for split pea soup. Okay. And um, let's see. Oh, and then corn on the cob. We thought that looks like that's back. That was hitting us for a little while, but it looks like we're doing well on all of that. So uh, well, That's a fresh produce item. What's that? That's a fresh corn produce item. I'm surprised to hear oh, you say right. that, yeah. Well, yeah, but they uh, some people like their little the little small ears. Kids, a lot of people with kids like those. They're easy. I know. So you're talking about like a bagged it. variety of corn on the cob. Right, right, right. right. Okay, okay, <clears throat> okay. So, um, but anyway, and then trying to see what's still on the out. I mean, other than cleaners, yeah. bagel bagel bites that's still out. Talking to what's the moms out there. The bagel bites, the little small, they do little bagel pieces, like I'm kind of looking at some frozen stuff. They're still having problems. Mm -hmm. I don't really eat this, but the Kraft Deluxe American Singles and Kraft American Singles, those are still on the out from this particular company now. Sometimes you can get that from other places, but this is our main, this Associated Grocers is who we get most of our stuff from. So this is who I get most of my information. But, so they're still kind of hit and miss with some of that. Okay. And what else? I don't know. It's funny I that my sister here. called in while you were talking about Kraft American Singles, which was a big oh, item in our house. Yes. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yes, it was the it was a centerpiece of my third grade lunch every day. Oh, well, mine was roast peanut butter on Roman meal bread. So... <laughs> Oh, Roman meal. How very fancy of you. Uh, was, no, that, is that fancy? That was my dad. He wouldn't let us eat white bread. That wasn't fancy. That was health. <laughs> well, no, no, but Roman meal was was for people who, you know, knew that there was something, in uh, there, there was a world outside of white bread. Well, that was my dad. And it was all, like I said, it was health. He did, he, empty calories. He used to say white bread is empty calories. So well, I'm, I'm sure Roman bread. meal probably was too, but it certainly seemed like it wasn't. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. And it made you look funny sitting at the lunch table when you were the only one with the weird brown bread. Well. I didn't have, I used to love to get a loaf of bunny bread when he would go out on the ship. But every time mm-hmm. we did it, the ship came home early and we got caught. <laughs> And he would get home, and my mom would forget the white bread was there. He'd be like, what's this doing here? Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'd get in trouble. Isn't that terrible, getting trouble a over bread? bag of empty calories. Well, that beats getting in trouble over something a lot more sinister. Hey, Syl, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Hey, so, how you doing? Syl grew hey, up in a white bread household. 
Yes, white bread um, household. Yeah, well, I think at the time, Marianne, that was all there was, was white bread. And then once uh, my kids, you know, once um, I had my kids, and then it comes out that, you, you know, whole wheat was better, white bread was just turned into sugar, I cut it, you know, I cut that out of my house and a lot of other things cereals and sugary cereals and stuff like that but no i think it was on the 70s that's... was that 70s or 80s yeah okay so today we're going to have the mom throw down and the mom throw down is going to be stuffed peppers or as my mom used to say stuffed peppers so how did, yes, yeah, so did Esther cook stuffed peppers? She did, and she did, um, my, my grand, well, as usual, my grandma's recipe. So, um, but we did ours a little different than what other people did, I think. I did see a lady at the seafood counter the other day that was getting gumbo shrimp, and that's mm -hmm. what she was doing with them. And when we talked, she did hers the same way my grandmother did. So yours like were seafood stuff. Yours were seafood they stuff. Were bell peppers, pork, shrimp, ground meat, Parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, celery, onion, season. You know, cook that down, and then um, a little bit of chopped up ham. This so was all like the same the, pepper. This was all in the yeah. same pepper, huh? It is, oh, yeah, wow. it was so good. A combination and, um, pepper. Okay. Yeah. So we she did. They did the rice and the ground meat pepper with the tomato sauce on top a little. But my grandmother always did that with the ground pork, the ground beef, and the shrimp. And then um, wow. every now and then she put a little bit of ham. But the Parmesan cheese and the, and the you know, and the good, the white bread, like the real stale bread, breadcrumbs, not the uh -huh. progresso seasoned breadcrumbs. We always use real stale bread. We don't like pre-seasoned breadcrumbs. Uh -huh. We season ourselves. That's a good so, thing to um, do. You use the old bread, that's for sure. Yep. So you didn't have any you didn't have any rice in your peppers. No, she did them like that too, so she did two versions. She did uh -huh. the rice and ground meat like you see that most, you know, like everybody yeah. does. Like I don't think we did. So did mom do nope. uh, did she have no. yeah, she didn't have rice in hers either. Yeah, we didn't have no. rice in ours. I didn't yeah. make yeah. rice in mine either. Yep. So you never did it all either. Meat. Okay. Mm -mm. Well, so how did you how did you do yours? So what do, what do we have in ours? I remember, I remember leftover chili in mine, and by mine I mean really? our uh, yeah. Well, see, Sylvia grew up at a different time in our house. Yeah, she's right. so much older than me. But well, we still, we, still didn't have as many siblings at one time as you did, right? No, did you no. get child for a little while? Just a little wait, while. Wait, what? Wait, did what? Sylvia, did you? Was she an only child for just a little while? And then no. Came no. <laughs> just three years. <laughs> I thought you were asking her if she was ever able to be a child, and I was going to say no to that one, too. So. No. No. <laughs> only child. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, there were no. To be a child. Absolutely, were... I was. Okay. So, all right. So, you, um, let's, let's talk about moms, though. Okay. So, um, go ahead. Because I'm sure, I'm sure your recipe was your mother in law's recipe, was it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, Tom, did your mom make stuffed peppers? Did your mom? Oh, yeah. She did. Yeah, what did she, what'd she do everything. with hers? 
How did your mom do her stuff? She said it was just everything flushed. Uh, she was always... Was it a meat or a seafood? Meat, seafood, she's got it all. She well, it wasn't did. on the same one, though, was it? No, I mean, she okay. she had seafood, she had uh, uh, grits, and just the, the huge range of all that kind of thing. In, in a stuffed mm -hmm. pepper. She did that in a stuffed pepper. Yeah, yeah. yeah really? She loves stuffed pet pepper. I know. Who doesn't love stuffed Well, I mean, there are probably people who don't like stuffed peppers. Oh, okay, yeah. so, Syl, what did mom do when you were in the house? What stuffed when, pepper did she do for for you? Honestly, Marianne, I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> Mother did. I do not remember what mom did. But I know mom didn't use rice. Um, yeah, and neither did I remember. I. I remember leftover chili. See, we. I, I'm oh, a big. Okay. I'm a big recycler, and I mean, uh -huh. the kids used to get after me when they would see square meatballs in the spaghetti because they know that that meant that they were hamburgers <laughs> the day before. <laughs> they were highly suspicious. So I'm a big recycler, and I guess I learned that from mom, who took chili and put it in stuffed peppers. That's what mm -hmm. we had. We had chili stuffed oh. peppers. That's what it was. What did yeah. she What did she mix with the chili to to make it a, a stuffing? I, I, probably breadcrumbs. Probably breadcrumbs. Uh -huh. But I'm not even sure that there was all that much. I think it was just like you know chili in a stuffed pepper. Now when I do them now, I don't put breadcrumbs in them. I just put like well, I've been doing my sloppy joes and putting them in inside of peppers. Mm -hmm. But it was just it's just meat and peppers. So what did the venerated mayor do? Her, her mother-in-law. <laughs> what? I would use. Um, so when I would make mine, it would be uh, ground meat with um, very finely chopped celery and onion, and I would soak some French bread in water to make it you know, like mushy, yes. and um, I'd fry off the meat and the the, uh, the seasonings, and then I would mix that with the um, the bread and just mix it up real, um, you know, like mm -hmm. making a stuffing. I made a mm -hmm. stuffing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I um, think Mom might have done salt. that, too. I think Mom might have mm -hmm. also. I really do think yeah. Mom did that. And, uh, do you remember her squeezing it out like a sponge? That was so you gross. Squeeze it out. You squeeze yeah, it was gross. The, the, the bread, I that but I, that's what I used to do with when I made my oyster dressing. Also, mm -hmm. was the yeah. the bread and squeezing that out. Yeah. But um, you um, and then I would, you know, when I got all that mixed together and cooked down, I would it, I'd um, top it with breadcrumbs uh, and just bake mm -hmm. them in the oven. I I didn't put any rice in that and. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, well, so these are all riceless. All right, so we have a hard break. So hang, hang on, everybody. When we okay. come back, we're going to all reiterate our recipes and then do the throwdown, and then Henry can decide who's going to win this one. This is going to be a tough competition. I can see Henry's got, got trouble here today. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. It's 3.30. It's time for the bottom of the hour news time from Louisiana Radio Network. We'll stay tuned for the throwdown. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Governor Edwards is mulling over a potential veto of legislation that would allow lawmakers to eliminate certain pandemic health restrictions. Edwards says he hasn't had a chance to speak with legislative leaders about the bill, but he won't support any efforts to undercut his public health authority. I'm not going to surrender any authority that I have to other people whose approach is, is entirely unreasonable. He says there's people who see the virus as a hoax or who have downplayed it and don't want any pandemic restrictions. That's just not a reasonable conversation to have, and, and I'm not looking for an opportunity to invite those people into being part of the decision-making. I'm Matt Doyle. 
There has been talk about the special session ending early. It's set to end on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Legislators are still attempting to pass a bill that would result in a loss of state construction funds if they reduce their police department's budget by 25% or more. It's been approved by the House and awaiting Senate approval. LRN. Okay, Louisiana, you all know the situation. Until there's a vaccine, there's a pandemic. Fortunately, there's an easy, confidential way to give each other a heads up on COVID-19 exposure so we can limit the spread and keep each other safe. If you've had close contact with someone who tests positive, the Department of Health will call and fill you in on testing and resources to stay healthy. Contact tracing. It's that simple. Answer the call. 877-766-2130. Pick up the phone. Slow down the spread. Louisiana is worth it. In Louisiana, we love babies and their mothers. On Amendment 1, on November 3rd, let's show our love for life by voting yes to the Love Life Amendment. Amendment 1 makes sure state judges can never find a right to abortion or the taxpayer funding of abortion in our state constitution. Courts in other states like New York and even Kansas have decided to protect abortion. We can't let that happen here. Let's keep Louisiana pro-life. Vote yes on Amendment 1. Paid for by Louisiana Pro-Life Amendment Coalition. If you haven't been to the Brick Oven Cafe in Kenner, you're overdue. This is not northern Italian gourmet food. It's a basic, soul-satisfying pasta with red sauce and cheese bubbling over. New York-style pizza with a perfect crust and the toppings you love. It has a fresh update and a new wine list with some exciting wines. Go have a heartwarming Italian meal with a delicious red wine. You deserve it. The Brick Oven Cafe, Williams Boulevard at Veterans Highway, 466-2097. AC Ambulance are the ones to talk to for all of your heating and cooling needs. Call Sid. You'll be happy you did. AC Ambulance is also proud to lend a helping hand to our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is that you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge October 17th will be Johnny Sansone, Catahoulis on October 23rd, Sage Against the Machine on October 30th, and Kirk Joseph's Backyard Groove on November 6th. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, follow us on social media at Fridays from the Funky Uncle. For innovative, premium, energy-efficient indoor climate management solutions, make sure to contact AC Ambulance. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. Just want to mention that the brick oven is open Despite the four lease sign out in the front on Williams Boulevard, they're getting a lot of calls. That is for a space that is in the back of that shopping center. They are very much open, looking forward to seeing you and hoping that you'll consider doing a party there for the holidays. It's holiday time, time to start thinking about booking your party. So call the brick oven. Okay, it's time for the throwdown. I want to say that we are not, this is not just a club. You are welcome to put your own mother's recipe in. You need only two things. A name from the early 20th century, like Esther, Sylvia, <laughs> Lucille, Aline. You need, it doesn't even have to be a real name. Myrtle. But, you know, Myrtle would be a good one. Oh, yes, yeah. Beryl. Yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> you need only a name like that to enter and the recipe for whatever it is that we're talking about. You are certainly welcome to get into the throw throwdown. We have a five, wait, is it five or four? No, we have a four-way throwdown today. So let's recap, <laughs> starting with Esther, because, okay. you know, Esther was kind of the gourmet in the bunch. So let's go with <laughs> Esther and work our way down. All right. Can I just throw something in there for sure. a second? Sure, sure. Nicole just mentioned Myrtle. Mother's cousin was Myrtle Elsie. Myrtle? <laughs> Myrtle Elsie. Myrtle Elsie. <laughs> that's Elsie right. That's right. Too. Yes. All right. Okay, so... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, let's recap go with, with Nicole first. Real quick recap of your mom's stuffed peppers. Okay. So kind of like uh, y'all started off. You cook it all down, mix it up, add a little breadcrumbs, add a little Parmesan cheese. Breadcrumbs, just enough to stick it together. Didn't use any eggs. Um, put it in the But she had all the proteins. She had all these different proteins yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. Beef. Pork and um, shrimp, wow. and I don't know yeah. why she did all three because she yeah. did do a great seafood stuffing with all. But my grandmother, she just mixed stuff up. But mm. the Parmesan cheese really is what held it together, and then the breadcrumbs, and that's what gave hers the most like unique yeah. flavor. And yeah. um, a little like breadcrumbs and Parmesan on Parmesan on top, and then a little pat of butter. So when you put it in the oven and a little water in the pan, the soft. She didn't boil her peppers first. We uh, put a little water in the pan and let them bake long enough for the peppers to cook, to get mm -hmm. soft, and then that's how we would know they were done. Okay. You cover them mm -hmm. and then uncover them mm -hmm. and brown the top. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's go that's with Lucille. Lucille. Okay. I um, I, uh, I browned off the, the ground meat and the, the seasonings, soaked a little bread, French bread, in the water, and just... Um, you know, to make it all really mushy, and mixed it all together after the meat meat part was cooked, and I put them in the green bell peppers, and um, I put breadcrumb seasoned breadcrumbs on top, and a pat of butter, and I also did it in a pan of water to let the the bell peppers cook, you know, steam while they were cooking, and um, that's it. Baked them in the oven, and they were delicious. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tom, how did Aline do the bell peppers? Uh, she did it uh, pretty much the way of, like most people did, but she... Uh... Breadcrumbs or bread? Breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Or... Breadcrumbs. Okay. Yeah. No uh, cheese. No Ground cheese, meat. no. Ground meat? Ground meat, probably not as much as you and I are used to. Okay. And then she would bake them in the oven? She would break it into, the, into it. the oven, okay. yeah, okay. and you'd get something all over the place there. Okay. Uh, her griots and yeah, we're not going to griots yet. We're just doing stuffed peppers. It's a, it's a big enough it's a big enough dazzling contest for Henry with just the four stuffed peppers. Okay, so yeah. here's mine. Uh, Sylvia did it with um, chili in a pepper in the oven. The end. All right. The end. <laughs> okay, Henry. It's a daunting task. Let's go with uh, Esther. Round of applause for Esther. I don't know. I'm not sure that Henry likes all those proteins together. Let's go with Lucille next. Yeah, I think I like Lucille's best myself. Yeah. All right, Aline. 
How about Eileen? My mother. Okay, this is Tom's show, Henry. Eileen needs a bigger applause than that. <laughs> okay. All right, smart thinking. And then, and then Sylvia. Poor Sylvia. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, we can't. Oh, goodness. All right, well... Um, Wait, what, I'm gonna call Chris I'm gonna call Christine and see what she remembers mom doing. <laughs> she might remember something different, Marianne. <laughs> I know. We I think we all probably have a different experience. Uh -huh. All right. So I think Aline won this one. I think Aline won this one. Wink wink. Yep. And um yep. I don't know. I don't know. I think Sylvia's uh Lucille's does sound the best. I have to say. I don't know. You haven't had. We, when we used to rent, run those on our menu. Oh, gosh. Wait, wait. She, okay, this was with the shrimp and everything, yeah. all the proteins it, in one. Hmm. Yeah, it was real good really to me, good. Too. Okay. okay. It was all right, really well, you good. Know, I had some combination fried rice that I gave my neighbor today, so I guess you can put all those proteins together. Mm -hmm. But um, Okay. All right. So anyway, thank you, ladies. I'm going to bid you adieu now and uh, invite right. someone to call us in next time. What are we doing next week? What are we going to do next week? Um, All right, you know what? I'm going to defend Sylvia's honor. I'm going to say next week we are going to, I am going to, we're going to do a cabbage dish. And I'm going okay. to put forth Sylvia's prize-winning cabbage dish. So mm -hmm. look out, you two. Even oh, Lucille. That was pretty darn good, I have to say. <laughs> it was good. So let, next week, a cabbage dish, okay? That's All what right. we're doing. All right. Sounds like a plan. Okay, Talk girls. You See you next <laughs> week. Bye. Bye. Bye, Nicole. Bye, Tom. Bye, Marianne. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, let's go to Gregory. Gregory is calling in. Hey, hello, man. Hey. How are you? Gregory. Hey, Tom. Hey, listen. Hey, I think Tom would when that girl called about Noble's uh, food store, I do remember that place. And yeah, it it was at Willow and, uh, and Carlton. But what Tom's thinking about is Schweikart's drugstore. That the is wonderful that lunch thinking, counter. Hmm? Schweikart's drugstore? Schweikart's is what uh, Tom was thinking Schweistel. about. It was only a block or two away from where Noble's was. Noble, okay, were uh, you thinking of Schweikart's drugstore? That's, that, that's it. You hit it, Gregory. Thank you. I figured You're welcome. Applause for him. I mean, for uh, Gregory. Okay. Keep no, that, that applause was, rolling there. That was a great place. I mean, it was a full service pharmacy, but they had a wonderful lunch counter and they kept it going up into the 90s. And then they, you know, the the, uh, the old man had passed away. My uh, stepmother was very good friends with the two daughters that, that tried to keep it going. But I remember going there because I went to school up there at Tulane, and uh, we used to, you know, go to all those places, you know, around Carrollton and around Claiborne Avenue, and especially around the River Bend. I mean, that was just kind of where we hung out. And uh, I can't believe was, there uh, was a drugstore that had that oh, had a counter Marianne, up until the nineties. It up until about ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah. Wow. Huh. And it was full service. I mean, they they I got the soda fountain going. Going, hmm. they you get a patty melt. You get wonderful breakfast. Really? Absolutely. 
And it was a full-service pharmacy. The Schwarzkopf family was there for like 75 years. Up until the years. turn of the century? This was up until the turn of the century, huh? Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's been a long, a little bit since, since hmm. more than that. That's crazy. I think it was 1998, Tom, if, if memory serves me. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm pretty good at this stuff. Yeah, you are pretty good at that, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, because that, that kind of stuff was gone a, lo- a long time. It was a, it was a, it was a cool place to go Drug before stores, football games. That had... No, no, we used uh-huh. to go there and get like, um, you, know, you could still get a full banana split, or you could get a patty melt, or or whatever, or you know, they had they had sodas, they had uh, you know, real milkshakes made right in front of you, and uh, yes. then you'd head over to Tulane Stadium. I mean, it was just a few blocks away for crying out loud, hmm. and then we'd go watch a football game. Or well, you have to realize, you know, that's 20 years ago now. I mean, it's just hard yeah. to believe that it's 20 years ago, yeah, but wow. It's a long you know? time ago. I mean, it seems like an eternity. I mean, mm-hmm. I got I, I got nephews that are barely 21, and they say, oh, my life is so sick. What are you talking about? I'm 58. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Back in the good old that. days. Yeah. I just. I just I just feel bad that all these people missed out on on these institutions that are no longer there like 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 the Noble Food Store which was there for a long time. She said 40 years they, that's that's probably about right because I I do remember it still being there. But I well, know the there's some that survive, you know, like yeah, Terranova's well, been there's, there over well, 100 years. There's very years, few, you know. I'm years, a very so. big fan of Terranova's cuz I used to live yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah. I lived on Earthline. And those people were so nice. I mean, yeah. uh, well, they still are, obviously. They are adorable. And, but, you uh, know, they don't have the counter like what you're talking about. I mean, that's just gone. No, 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 no. But Karen has always had a full-service meat market and yeah. uh, just yeah, a no, personal service. A great little produce market, section. Everything's mm-hmm. fresh and kept clean. Yeah. And, uh, I mm-hmm. mean, you can't beat their stuffed pork chops and their stuffed veal. I mean, I mean, this stuff is done by hand. And you yeah. can see the guys there. Yeah. Cutting the meat and stuff, and they'll the and they'll, you know, dressing. Mm. Boy, I kind of, I kind of miss living in that neighborhood because I was right there by Cafe de Guy, and back then Whole mm-hmm. Foods Market was right across the street. Yep, the original. Yeah. Uh, yep. But I mean, you could literally just walk a few blocks and do all your shopping for a, for a whole week without even getting into your automobile. I'm I'm well, serious. I mean, I could carry a few bags on, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, talking the old days now there. Yeah, but it's nice to reminisce with you guys. It is it, nice to reminisce. Schweikart's was an institution. It was very, very popular with the Loyola Tulane crowd back mm-hmm. in the day. And uh, yeah. it was there for like 75 years. Yeah, so, uh, that's I too think, bad. I think that's something to be said. <laughs> I feel like if you make it that long, you ought to make it, you know? I know. Well, you know, yeah. kids grow up and nobody's That's right, and the they don't want to do what they don't want to do what Papa did. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all there is to it, so... Anyway. All right, then. Well, All great right. show as All always. Right. All right, here. here. So, so long. Thank you, Gregory. And here. Appreciate you calling in. All right, 5569696 is the number. Wait, say 60. 5569696. We will be back after these messages. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hansa's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursday's wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. 
I have loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. Annadelle's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Annadelle's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. Autumn in New York, why does it seem so inviting? It does indeed. Oh, gosh, Tom, you know what's in your vintage Tom today in the newsletter? Oh, what? Del Frisco's. Del Frisco's. Those are the best. Del Frisco. <laughs> what a place. The El Frisco? Well, you know, I'm trying to think of when I first tapped into Del Frisco, long after the little place on the West Bank. Do you remember the original place on the West Bank, Del Frisco? In, in here? In New Orleans, you mean? On the West Bank, yeah. where, where it first started uh-huh. in that little, what was that, like by Stumpf and, I'm trying to think of where it was, Stumpf and something, Carol Sue maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was a little tiny place in a strip mall, tucked away. Yeah, and it was and mostly um, Thai. It, no, and, Tom, Del Frisco, the steakhouse. No, it was a steakhouse, but then it, it, it fell into uh, Chinese and uh, and Vietnamese food. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about the steakhouse because then after it moved, yeah. when Del Frisco had his their unfortunate little incident there, mm-hmm. then I guess the place closed right after that. Was that was that the uh, story? He didn't. I mean, it didn't stay open after that, did it? Uh, well, his wife uh, killed him. No, she didn't. But, <laughs> uh, she didn't kill him. She shot him. Okay. Oh. Okay. So she shot him, and and then did the restaurant close right after that, or did because he moved to it's, Dallas, it, and that's where he became Del Frisco. He he opened up a new restaurant. This one was a steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then he. But uh, it was in, it was in steak- Dallas where Del Frisco became Del Frisco the steakhouse. The yeah. Del Frisco Steakhouses. Okay, Tom, everywhere. listen. Listen to the question. <clears throat> it was it was in Dallas where it became right. a big deal, right? Big deal. Okay, yeah. so after Second his wife, right, right yeah. There. So after his wife shot him, did the restaurant in, on the West Bank close and he moved? I guess no, I would he, move. Uh, I'll tell you that <laughs> he kept it and then he wound up urge, uh, uh, spinning it over to the other to the Asian thing. The, the no, no. The it was on the corner of uh, Causeway. No, excuse me, not Causeway. It was uh, another steakhouse that was uh, okay. on, in the same building, uh-huh. uh, but different owners. Okay, so in Dallas, he made it a thing, and he really, really made it so upscale. Well, it was, and it was Ruth's Chris Steakhouse first. It was the kind of place that you could do very well in Dallas, because there's you, a lot of and, money And they there. did, too, because yeah. they sold it for $23 million. I thought it was 25 It was 23 well, that's pretty good, though. And that was like a long time ago. So, 
He got out of it then, but the name remained, correct? Uh, no, he never left for the stakes for a long time. He did finally do it. I don't know what he's doing now. But I wonder who bought it. I don't know, but whoever he is is making lots of money. and uh, It's doing, really out there. It's, it's a, really out there. All of the, I would say that one of the big trademarks of Del Frisco's is extravagance. Yeah. They are cavernous spaces to begin with. They were on... Uh, they are huge. And by cavernous, I don't just mean huge. I mean tall cavernous spaces. And, um, and very... Um, or, well, I won't say ornate in like a cheesy Italian way. They're more like a Vegas way. I, I didn't see about that, but I did see uh, nothing less but uh, Times Square. Massive. Uh, they actually massive. they put one in there. Yeah, it's massive. And, uh, and I went there in two or three. It's two stories, but one of the distinctive things about these places is that they're two stories, but they're not closed off stories so this the the ceiling and the floor are actually two stories like an atrium and then it, the seating is around the big the big main cavernous space so the one in times square is particularly hmm. elaborate in that regard the one in houston at the galleria yep. is um less so it's much smaller, smaller. than that yeah mm-hmm and then the one that I just recently saw in Los Angeles at um, the fabulously renovated Century City Mall is also elaborate, but not cavernous. <clears throat> it's, it's toned down a bit. But every time I go to Adele Frisco, I just laugh about its origins in that dumpy oh, little place nice. on the West Bank. And... Uh, and the incident that drove him to Dallas where he uh, achieved his fame and fortune. Funny how life goes. That's all you can say. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. You remember Il Ristorante, Tom? What? In Gentilly, Il Ristorante. I'm just going through your, yeah. your vintage Tom. Yeah. Who? What's Poldies? 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 What is that? Poldies. Poldies on Martin Drive. Uh, Looks like another one in New Orleans East. P-O-L-D-I, Poldies. Where is that located? Yeah, in New Orleans East. <clears throat> I haven't even heard of that. Poldies. Mm-hmm. You have another one here called Cafe Michelle. Is that also in New Orleans East? This must be a, a thing from New Orleans East. Because <clears throat> I've never even heard of these of these places. Except for the, the, the one that is Il Ristorante, that's in Gentilly, which is, again, New Orleans East. But I don't remember that, although I think I have heard of it. 5569696, five, nine, six, nine, six, if you want to talk to us, we are here doing that. Tom is not sitting down at the mic. He's getting himself some coffee. <laughs> yes, of course, Tom. Go ahead and get yourself some coffee. I thought you were walking off to deal with your belt situation, so at least you're in the same room. One of those, too. I know. But uh, the stakes at, you know, I like, I like Del Frisco, but I think I like the idea of Del Frisco more than I actually like Del Frisco. It's very expensive. And I don't know that I think it's, 
as good as Ruth's Chris. Did he start out at a Ruth's Chris, Tom? Did Del Frisco no. hone his chops at no, a Ruth's he was, Chris? No, he was in the uh, in the uh, 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 he was in the beef business wholesale. Ah, is that it? Okay. Yeah, and he and his his uh, brother, mm -hmm. the guy who's uh, got the extra stuff. I. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the two of them worked together for quite a long time. Before I they, see. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of common. I know that Pat Gallagher, before he started Gallagher's, was the... Um, yeah. He was the... That's right. They were uh, in all head of those... purchaser or something yeah. uh -huh. for Ruth's Chris. That's so, it. You've got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you definitely can learn a lot when you are purchasing beef and it sort of is a natural lead-in to... Do your own steakhouse, and they're always mm -hmm. good too. Always I good. Mean, in Pat my Gallagher's experience. is really good, uh, except for the time he shot him. No, not not Pat Gallagher. I want to make no, that, no, oh, no, I want Pat, to make that very, very, yeah. very clear. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, the, the incident he is referring to is way back in the day, back in the maybe sixties or seventies. When was it, Tom? Seventies is what I know. I know. Mm -hmm. I had heard about it when I joined up into the no menu world with you in the 80s. So I know it had, uh, and, and Del Frisco had been gone for a while before that. He had been in Dallas for a long time. So probably late 70s, maybe early 80s when the, the uh, nefarious deed was done by his wife. Unfortunately, it was just, um, it was just a wound and it certainly made for a lot of tongues mm -hmm. wagging. And then uh, it made, it made his fortune for him because he left uh -huh. town and, and the rest, as they say, is history. All right, well, so that is, uh, that's enough for uh, one show. I'm going to talk about the various no-menu platforms as we head out for the evening. Um, I am reading from our newsletter, which is found through nomenu.com. The newsletter comes out twice a week. It gives you specials that are around town. And uh, things like the Encore Culinary, explaining that that's still going on. So if you want to know what's going on around town, nomenu.com, you will find out. And also, you can get it right in your inbox if you sign up for the newsletter, n-o-m-e-n-u.com. Just sign up and you have your, um, your twice-a-week delivery to your inbox. We also have our uh, Instagram at the New Orleans menu. A lot of good pictures there. We would love to have you follow us because there's stuff you can find out about what's going on and just a lot of pretty pictures. It's your typical Instagram, although we've been told it's a very good one. Uh, please join us there. If you have not told a friend about the show, please do that. They can listen um, on the simple radio app by just signing up free. You type in 990 New Orleans, and voila, all of the technical difficulties are gone, and you get a crystal clear version of the show live. If you want to catch it for a podcast, you can go to nomenu.com, and the podcasts are right up front uh, as the food show. We also post these, um, I've not been as good about that lately, to our Facebook page, the Tom Fitzmorris Facebook page. You can catch it there as well, a link from the Facebook. I have my own uh, little 
podcast. It is called Emmy E M M I E, the Story Lady. It is a um, it is a translated from the original text. Uh, translated meaning I have rewritten these classic kids' tales. They are Grimm's fairy tales and other kinds of tall tales and things like that. It's available on Spotify and iTunes and all of those platforms. Coming up next is the Tim McNally Show, the Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show. We have to get Tim on. He's got a book that's newly out, and I keep saying I'm going to schedule him. So, Tim, if you're listening, please send me an email and remind me that I need to schedule you to talk about the book because we'd love to do that. And that's it for us. He's coming up right after this. You have been listening to The Food Show. We will be back again uh, tomorrow for the end of the week, TGIF. WGSO New Orleans will be back tomorrow. Good night. Can I get some Oh, gosh, wait. I'm looking at the clock, and I'm thinking that we're done, but we're not. We still have another minute. You're trying to say something, Tom, so what are you trying to say? Uh, I don't know anybody's name here around here. Actually, I don't. I don't want you to say that kind of stuff. So we'll just we'll just um, leave it at that. Anyway, yes. No way to get much. Yes, we don't. We don't need to worry about that. Tomorrow, I want to say that we. Let's see. Tomorrow is Friday, and we have a guest. And I'm trying to think of who that guest is, but it is definitely uh, a guest on Friday because we do that on Fridays. We also do it Mondays and Tuesdays. <clears throat> I'm trying to think if it's a. A rescheduling of the poor Allison Vega kitchen uh, Queens of New Orleans, but I don't think it is. I think it's a book person, and I have to look it up, but I don't have it in front of me. But we know that we'll be here, and we'll talk about food, and then we will have a guest, and all will be good. All right, good night, everyone. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. How much should we pay for a recovery? That's a question that's been at the heart of negotiations over a coronavirus stimulus package. The White House has put forward a $1.9 trillion package, while House Democrats have countered with a $2.2 trillion bill. But should Republicans be willing to pay more? Yes, says Florida Senator Marco Rubio. He tells CNBC that he's willing to agree to a larger bill because the cost of doing nothing may be higher. Look, I'm not happy about the, the cost associated with it, but I do think the cost of not doing something is potentially even higher, especially since some of that money, some of that money that we're talking about in the 1.6, whatever number they arrive at, is repurposed money, like the PPP money that was unused. So it's not new spending. In the end, I think we run the risk here of structural damage to components of our economy if we don't do something. This is USA Radio News. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has a special offer and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Simply apply by October 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that has shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, 
You can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A judge Thursday dropped a third-degree murder charge faced by former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. He will still face charges of second-degree murder and manslaughter in the May death of George Floyd. The judge ruled that no charges would be dropped against three of Chauvin's former colleagues in the case. They remain charged with aiding and abetting murder and manslaughter. Russia and Iran made desperate attempts to interfere in U.S. elections. That announcement from the Director of National Intelligence, John Ratcliffe. He specifically accused Iran of attempting to sway public opinion with threatening letters to voters in four battleground states. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana says he's not surprised that Iran attempted to meddle in the election. He's been very firm with Iran, and uh, uh, it, doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all to, to hear the intelligence officials suggest that uh, they in particular were targeting the president. Russia and Iran are said to have obtained state voter registration lists which included personal data like email and home addresses. This is USA Radio News. Ralph Brennan's Ralph's at the Park continues to create memorable dishes from talented chef Chip Flanagan and an inspired owner. Every dinner is discounted, as are the wines from an award-winning list. Order before 4 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Pick up at the curb. Take home a classic New Orleans dining experience. Check out the website with current menu at ralphsonthepark.com, 504-488-1000. Ralph's on the Park, 900 City Park Avenue in Mid-City. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Spotty shower to tonight, partly cloudy skies. Morning temperatures should start off in the upper 60s to the low 70s through the day tomorrow. Scattered showers, thunderstorms becoming likely midday and afternoon hours, tapering down again tomorrow night, where Saturday comes in with widely scattered activity. A disturbance or two moving across, finally moving out Saturday late in the day. That'll bring back sunshine on Sunday. Low 80s today, 60s to 70 at night. Low 80s tomorrow, Saturday as well as Sunday. Ralph Sandry, WGSO. It's the annual Slidell Falls Street Fair. With more than 150 vendors selling antiques, vintage, retro, collectibles, art, and crafts. There will also be live entertainment and food and drinks along the way. As you stroll along, browse, and shop 1st, 2nd, and Erlanger Streets, Old Town Slidell. At the annual Slidell Falls Street Fair. Saturday, Sunday, October 24th and 25th. Visit SlidellAntiques.com. Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show. 
your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now here's your host, Tim McNally. Another beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, 82 degrees out there. The key to today is, though, that that humidity level has jumped up. You can feel it. Now, we do have a chance at precipitation this afternoon, uh, but it's not a big one. Uh, And, uh, I mean, unless you think 2% is a big chance. But uh, it is going to – this is about it for the temperature. We're about where we're going to stay. Cloud cover has